Mesdames et Messieurs, écoutez bien. Welcome to Fashion Mode with Charles Daniel MacDonald on World Radio Paris and Monaco. Brought to you in association with Force Magazine. Bonjour and welcome to Fashion Mode. This is a primetime fashion show for World Radio France, brought to you in association with Force Magazine. I'm Charles Daniel MacDonald and I'll be hosting the show exclusively for the WRP Network. In today's show, I went live to Paris's landmark creative and cultural space, 3537.org, to speak with industry legend Diane Pernay as she celebrates the 14th edition of her internationally recognised film festival, Asvolf, or A Shaded View on Fashion Film. The Asvolf Festival celebrated its 14th anniversary this year in the elegant setting of the Hotel de Collonge, a historic manor house located at numbers 35 to 37, Rue de France-Bourgeois in the Marais, which also houses the Dover Street Market Boutique. This year, Asvolf called on an exceptional jury, headed by actress and Chanel muse, Caroline de Maigre, and its honorary president, fashion designer, Jean-Charles de Castel-Bajac. Members of the jury included Andrew Taylor Parr, brand image director of Comme des Garçons, musician JJ Johansson, multidimensional artist José Yeve, and writer and producer Cory Coppola. Created in 2008 by John West and stylist Diane Pernay, Asvolf offers a hybrid fashion cinema programme, combining short films, documentaries and performances dedicated to the world of fashion and its great figures. For this 14th edition, documentary films have been given pride of place, notably with an art documentary series including Clash, L'Art Entrée Asset, by Frank Perrin, Sisters and Transistors by Lisa Rovner and Guy Bourdin, Creators of Images by Shand Brand. Other documentaries included Boom for the Real Teenage Years of Jean-Michel Basquiat by the American director Sarah Driver, as well as a screening of the short film Azidane Alaya en Couture Française by Olivier Niklaus. The retrospective of the life of the designer Azidane Alaya, also worth mentioning, is the documentary Love Infinity by Oscar-winning costume designer and artist Tim Yip. An ode to East London with interviews with some of the key players in the local scene, such as fashion designer Vivian Westwood, Gilbert and George, and activist and artist Daniel Lismore. Fashion 2.0 was at the heart of conversations with a digital roundtable organised by Amber J. Slotin, co-founder of The Fabricant and a pioneer in virtual fashion. A discussion about what fashion looked like in the metaverse, an exploration of our digital bodies and a look into the future for its 14th year of existence, Asphalt wanted to pay tribute to the designer Jean-Charles de Castelbajac by dedicating two short films to him. One directed by William Klein entitled Modern Paris, J.C. de Castelbajac and a nod to his colourful career, as well as a digital show with 3D animations called Lego vs. Jean-Charles de Castelbajac Digital Fashion Show. The famous designer also participated in a panel discussion about his passion for art and fashion collaborations. 
The event ended on Sunday the 13th of November with a special screening of the documentary The Treasure of His Youth, The Photographs of Paolo Di Paolo, directed by Bruce Weber, and this gave a moving account of the wife of Celtop photojournalist Paolo Di Paolo, who captured post-war Italian culture with great skill. His daughter, Silvia Di Paolo, as well as Bruce Weber and Marco Di Rivera, were present at the ceremony and led a fascinating debate about this unusual story. The closing night continued with the awarding of prizes for 12 categories, rewarding various short films and documentaries on the list, as well as the six curation programmes, Fashion Moves by Alex Murray Leslie, Black Spectrum by Melissa Alibo, Conscious Fashion by Georgia Catarini, Manga Anime, Charles Daniel MacDonald, Chinese Films, Camille Mervyn Leroy and Gemma. E. Williams. The TikTok installation was finally curated by Ivo Baranza Castaneda. Asphalt 14 is positioned as an avant-garde festival and continues to transcend the codes of fashion and film. This year's edition has highlighted the emerging generation of the artists who shape our ideals, challenge and create conversations about our cultural heritage, trends and social ills. Asvolf is a definitely timeless parenthesis and a tribute to the golden age of cinema and timeless encounters, concluded Diane Perney. A shaded view. So this is Charles Stanley MacDonald exclusively for the World Radio France Network at the event ASVO 14 on Saturday in Paris. Good evening, Diane. How are you? I'm very well, Charles. So it's the 14th edition of ASVO. How are you feeling? Everything is going smooth as glass. I mean, I have an excellent jury, excellent curators, The energy is really positive. The rooms have been full of people. And um, one more day to go. One and counting. Now, you were quoted as saying the festival has taken a big step forward this year. What's the big mission statement for 2022? What's so different from other years? Well, for one thing, I changed the tagline. It used to be fashion, beauty, style, and now it's fashion, culture, films because um, this particular edition, I put a focus on documentaries. So many feature-length films, like usually in the past, I maybe had one feature-length film. Here we opened with the great film, um, kind of late 70s, early 80s in New York, the Boom for Real by Sarah Driver, is like the teenage years of Jean-Michel Basquiat. Mm-hmm. 
and um, they, that's the, there's so many that we've shown Sisters with Transistors Tomorrow Morning's Azadina Laya and then mm. Kingdom of Dreams which um, focuses on the boom years of fashion and 12 o'clock there's a feature film by Vincent Gagliostro called After Louis it's about um, sort of guilt that people feel that lived through the AIDS epidemic mm. and they are still living and it's about generational exchange about that it's quite good and in the end it's going to be a feature film documentary by Bruce Weber about Paola Di Paolo this 95, well, he's now 97-year-old mm-hmm. photographer. He took pictures of Pasolini, Fellini, yeah. Anna Mignani, Sophie Loren, Marcella Mastriani. And when the paper closed, the magazine he worked for, I'm mean, paper he worked for, closed, he put away his camera for 50 years. Okay. And his daughter, um, 50 years later, had no idea her father was a famous photographer. <laughs> and she found these... Um, Negatives and oh, wow. Bruce Weber covers it and it's beautiful. He's also bringing a piano player. And for the opening, we had the wonderful angel JJ Johansson singing. Yeah. And today we had a master class with, um, was a tribute really for Jean Charles de Castelbejac, mm-hmm. which, you know, it's funny because the younger generation, many don't know who Jean Charles de Castelbejac is. They might know his work, but they don't know. Yeah, who he is his legacy from the from the decades onwards yeah yeah absolutely so that's quite interesting and then of course I expanded upon like last year I started having external curators of which you are one yes I am and um, that's a direction I like to go in with you it's um, manga anime anime I call it the wrong name and um uh, there's Black Spectrum, mm-hmm. Melissa Alibo, who really worked hard to get that room full. She had people flying in from Nigeria, yeah, she said so, wherever, yeah. New York, London, and uh, Conscious Fashion, because of course that's very relevant. Fashion moves, it's more experimental and academic. And we have a TikTok exhibition because there's never been a TikTok exhibition. Mm-hmm. Tried to get TikTok as sponsors, they changed their priorities. <laughs> okay. Well, once they see your stats, I'm sure I'm sure they'll come back to you. They always do. So um, maybe I won't want them when they come back. <laughs> well, as Voff is what you make it, so you know you need to keep your vision clear and distinct, and, and go with people who celebrate your cause and support you. Yes, like WorldNet, for instance. Exactly, yeah. WorldNet is brilliant. And Byron Esque and Justin Westover mm-hmm. in digital, like um, Digitage, they helped put together a film, which was so fun because they delivered our beautiful hand-cut cardboard trophies. They're like made by a genius artist in New York, Miguel Villalobos. And it was just fun, you know. Uh, I think he's probably ready to kill me because he had to make all of them by hand and paint, and it took forever. But they're here, and WorldNet was such a pleasure to work for, and of course they came a couple days early. They're great. I I can't say enough. Well, can I tell you, um, 
both myself and Radio Nobber followers have been following Azov for the last few weeks or the last few years, and the journey of the of the trophies driving through the you know the, the transit van in Manhattan to come here, and then the aeroplane narrative. I think this was a really beautiful introduction about they're coming back home to Diane. Yeah, no, it was great. My name is Diane Pernay. I'll be your pilot today <laughs> well, on the flight 3537. Well, maybe for us both 30, you could have a screening on a jumbo jet. Who knows? The sky's the limit with Aswath. Sky's the limit. So, Aswath has been described in the press as a barometer of culture for fashion, moving image and culture. How has the temperature changed from different years? Well, we had a couple years when we were all stuck inside with COVID, mm-hmm. and that's when I put my festival on FNL Network for a couple years, which was really easy for me, but of course it's not the same as a physical event. Mm-hmm. And um, we're back to physical, was back to physical last December, like as of 13. And here I just feel... Um, I, I feel really good about this edition because I'm, I have good people around me. I always have good people around me. It just feels different. It feels sparkling, effervescent. There's Doesn't it? You so a- many new doors opening. People are speaking. Whoa, black fashion. Whoa, TikTok anime. Whoa, this is, this is a really different edition. I mean, you can feel the passion in the courtyard. Yeah, I can feel it too, and I love it. And people are all saying how happy they are and coming up to me like thank you for inspiring me and uh, yeah As for 14 has some brand new categories can you explain what these are and how they came about well the one that you're doing mm-hmm. came about because you had an extreme interest in manga and anime exactly. and you wanted to investigate it and research it and that's something I've always enjoyed because I'd love to be a little manga. So with uh, this anime school, <laughs> Art Academy, there is um, a winner for like a manga drawing and it's mm. quite fun. It is quite fun. I mean, some of them were not that interesting. I mean, the idea, and it is called Manga Art Academy, I thought that we would have more films, or yeah, but they more moving image and such. Yeah, but they didn't. It just seems like that. I found that a bit strange. Hmm. But okay, that's one category: conscious fashion. Georgia Cantarini. It's um, well, it's a topic we all have to deal with. I mean, and I thought the films that she chose were to the point, articulated well. Mm-hmm. I mean. It's a scary time when you think, like, if you have a glass of water, you're putting plastic in your... You know, I wonder, mm. do bodies not, you know, go back into the earth because they're plastified inside? You can't help but think things like that. Then Melissa Alibo curated um, Black Spectrum, which is entirely black productions. And she did a brilliant job, and people came from all over. She filled the room. And um, Fashion Moves with Alex Mary Leslie. Mm-hmm. She's been a part of Aswap for years. She's performed as Chicks on Speed. She's given master classes. And she loves curating Fashion Moves. And it's always interesting. 
whether you're talking about Assange and politics. Exactly. Because yeah. politics, even in the films for the official collection, politics come up and fashion, whether it's, you know, female abuse, mm. like in this one film. Uh, Fashion's a reflection of society and what's yeah. going on. Yeah, exactly. and that's the best you can do. Dan, 
within your world, you've got some very prominent, amicable and outstanding figures in the world of fashion for several decades and beyond on your main boards of juries and as presidents. Can you explain why these were selected and what they bring to ASVAL 14? Well, I select, um, I select presidents by, you know, between the worlds of fashion, art and, and cinema. Like, for the past couple editions, I've had screenwriters, directors, like Bruce Lee Bruce, Roger Avery, who, mm. with Quentin Tarantino, won the prize for best screenplay. This edition, I mean, in the past, I've had Rick Owens as president, Michelle Emmy, Orlan is an artist. Um, did I say Dries Van Noten? Dries Van Noten also, yeah, he got several years ago. Yeah. Um, Alejandro Jodorowsky, who's like a really famous surrealist uh, director. And this year I decided I'd be a little more fashion-oriented. And I have Caroline de Magray, mm -hmm. who is um, a beautiful woman inside and out. She's also the ambassador for Chanel. And not that they put any money into this, but... <laughs> <laughs> And she, I know her when I was a fashion editor. I booked her for a job in London years ago, and I just found her look amazing. But more than her look, she's like a French aristocrat. She's a music producer. Mm -hmm. She's an author. She wrote the How to Be French, How to Be French, without being French. It's translated in God knows how many languages. Okay. Another book. Older but better but older. <laughs> no, she's great. And Jean Charles and wonderful JJ Johansson. I can't say mm. enough about him. He's like an angel. So we're actually standing doing the live interview on the courtyard of 3537.org in Paris. Now, both yourself and this institution share a common creative dialogue. What considered or what convinced you that this was the best place to hold Asvov Edition 14? Well, it was really funny, like two years ago, you know, we were all locked in with COVID and in Paris we could sign a paper and go out for an hour, you could go 10 kilometers from where you lived or something. And one day I just thought, I'm leaving my neighborhood. I was fine to stay in the 7th. And I noticed there was um, an art exhibition, it wasn't an opening or anything, it was about Brexit here. Okay. at 3537 and it was like British artists and French artists and it was called Je t'aime moi non plus I don't love you anymore and um, I was looking at the pictures in the courtyard and I was there alone there was only the PR person here mm -hmm. and Adrian Joff passed by and Adrian Joff is um, he's the head of Comme des Garçons and also 3537, which is an association, and I know him for like 30 years, because when I was a fashion editor, I was always in Come de Garçon, borrowing clothes and things. Understandably, yes. But it was like, you know, a nice, funny, professional relationship. Anyway, I came, and he goes, are you going to be here for a while? The building's under construction. You want to take a look? And I said, yeah. And then when I got down to the hub... First of all, the energy in this building is amazing. Yeah. Super positive. 
And um, I saw the hub, and the hair stood up on my arm, and I didn't have a location for my festival. So I just asked him, and I never ask anybody for anything. And I just asked him, you know, is it in the realm of possibility that, you know, Asvalf could be here? I said, you know, something like it's Centre Pompidou, like where mm. Asvalf was for seven yes. years. That, like, you know, they gave me the spaces, the technicians, the screening room security. And um, it's not like I got a yes immediately. He said, well, we can think about it. And I kind of pursued it mildly. And uh, I came to an opening here, and he said, okay, let's come to my office on Thursday. Yeah. And then he goes, well, we were talking for a while because we know each other for 30 yeah, years. Yeah, from 30 years plus, yeah. And uh, he said, okay, so what do you need? You need a space, you need security, you need chairs, um, and do you want it all for free? And I said, yes. And he said, okay. And then I was only going to take one day for the awards because I thought I don't want to be yeah. too pushy. And he goes, but it's a festival, you need more. So it was three days. An experience, exactly. It was three days last year, and it's four days this year. Now, moving on towards the future and the growth of ASVOF, 14, 15, 16, I saw hints on social media that you're already working on ASVOF 15. There may be a, be a few presidents that have been confirmed that have yet to be released. Are we set for more surprises and developments as ASVOF continues into its 15 years? Well, I'm sure we are, but I have no idea who the president's going to be for next year. <laughs> I want to just get through 14 before I start thinking about that. But, um, yeah, I mean, there are plans. Maybe we'll go to Japan in May. Maybe. We'll see. It depends. And... Um, yeah, it's just going to continue, and I don't, I can't say right now, because I don't know right now, but I know I'll continue with external curations, because I think that's the way to go to expand exactly, the yeah. universe and include more people. favourites and this year several hundred visitors and fashion film aficionados gathered in the 3537 Creative Hub to discover the eclectic selection of the festival. 
Some of the documentaries and feature films made a lasting impression with their immense and introspective dimensions, portraying and captivating protagonists in powerful moments that still resonate today. A Kingdom of Dreams, Part 1 and 2 of 4. Featuring the biggest names in fashion, this four-part documentary series traces three explosive decades of contemporary fashion. The early 1990s through to the 2010s commemorate the golden age of fashion, a time when the disruptive forces of creativity and business converged and clashed, while rival elite kingdoms attempted to subjugate their global positioning. Using rare documents and never-seen-before personal archives and interviews, we follow the meteoric rise of designers John Galliano, Mark Jacobs, Alexander McQueen and Tom Ford as luxury emperors. Bernard Arnault, LVMH, François Pinal, the Gucci Group and Anna Wintour, Vogue US, reshaped the world of fashion and conquered the four great capitals of Paris, Milan, London and New York. Boom for the last teenage years of Jean-Michel Basquiat, directed by Sarah Driver. Boom for Rial, the late teenage years of Jean-Michel Basquiat, traces Basquiat's life prior to his fame by drawing parallels with New York City, 1970s and the individuals and movements that shaped the artist's life. Using previously unpublished artworks, writings and photographs, director Sarah Driver, who herself was a part of the New York art scene, worked closely with friends and other artists from that period, such as Jim Jarmusch, James Nares, Fab Five Freddy, Glenn O'Brien, Kenny Scharf, Lee Quinones, Patricia Field, Luxante, and many others. The Treasure of His Youth, the photographs of Paolo Di Paolo, directed by Bruce Weber. And for 50 years, the photographs of Italian photographer Paolo Di Paolo have remained hidden. Even his daughter didn't know her father had been a photographer. But when she discovered a box of his photographs one day, she was amazed to find portraits of iconic Italian figures, filmmakers and writers like Pasolini, Mastromiani and Anna Magniani, Bernardo Bellucci and Alberto Moravia. She persuaded her father to show his work to the world and the American photographer and director Bruce Weber from Let's Get Lost, Di Paolo's photos were a revelation. Filmed in black and white, the treasure of his youth is a subtle and elegant portrait, a tribute to a shadowy artist who transports us for a moment back to a bygone age and romantic film past. A shaded view.
trophies were created by the artist, photographer and illustrator Miguel Villalobos and their sculptures made from cardboard. All works are original and they are numbered from 1 to 10 and signed by the artist. The final selection of winning films for ASVOV 14 were as follows. Student Prize and the Award of the Feast by Victoria Gong. Fashion Moves, Robert's Mum, Georgie by Robert George Sanders. Conscious Fashion, Overheated by Yasa Khan. Chinese Films, Hong by Chao Han. Manga Anime, The Sprayer by Farnusha Bedi. TikTok, Loic Prejnant by Jacimus by Idiasiaf Couture. Black Sectrum by Matali by Ebenza Blanche. The best documentary went to Ajarian Bride's Treasure by Irma Shakadze and Wallace Chan The Art of Materials by Martina Margot Cosi. Best advertising was Donson Familia by Adrian Tongto, advertising for Cezanne. Best Beauty, Two or the Weight of Oneself by Daniel Coberto. Best Styling, Whom We Us by Ashim Aluwalkia. Best Acting was Algorithm by Matthew Frost. Best Sound Score, Tangier Nostalgia by Jurian Citrook. Best Editing, Finit by Christian Hunter and Martin Gatti. Best Cinematography, Bride Armour by Jana Elizabeth Teron. Best Art Direction, Two Other Weight of Oneself by Daniel Cobero, and the Grand Asvov Prize went to An Ode to Teenagehood and Dysfunctional Families by Celia Arias. A Shaded View join me for the next Fashion Mode show where I'll be speaking with fashion polymath Marco Di Rivera about his life and loves within the French capital. With more details and features to follow, you can catch up with all the fashion news on forcmagazine.com and at Force Magazine on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can also keep up to date with the latest shows directly from Mixcloud, Podbean and our official profiles on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play and Deezer under Force Magazine. Until the next time, keep your fashion mode on. <laughs>